player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 113 of the two-player co-op podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. He's got an itchy nose. How you doing today, Sean? Good. How are we doing? I don't know why you switched hands. <laughs> well, you caught me off guard because you asked me. Um, I know you caught me up. We just stay for the bloopers. Um, how you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. How you doing, sir? I'm all right. We are recording this on daylight savings time removal day, which is like the worst. This, this but this is normal, right? Yeah, but why do we ever switch? Because all this mean, what like all this means is that the day started for me. At 4.30, when Casey woke up at 4.30, thinking it was 5.30, which is still way too early, but better than 4.30. When we were kids, whether we were Noah's, Nick's, or Casey's age, yes, I'm not talking Eliza's age, but any of those three, I feel like I never woke up, unless something was wrong, I never woke up earlier than like 7 or 8 o'clock. And it yeah. was usually more like 9 or 10 o'clock. I think I was more like 6.30 or 7 when I was younger. And then as I got older, I, I started sleeping in. But it's not but just Casey, right? Aren't they all up by like no Nick six and Noah? Wait, I had to wake them up because we went to the eight o'clock church service. So I woke them up at seven fifteen, which was really eight fifteen. I was like, "Y'all got to wake up now because uh, you got to be able to go to bed tonight." So they they sleep in like crazy now. Nick would sleep like all day if I let. Okay. Him. Um, daylight saving just just go in the middle, thirty minutes in the middle, call it even, and never change again. I I just don't. I mean, I don't care which one we do. Just pick one. Yeah, I just the change is stupid. It, it it's ugh. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Um so yeah, uh, if this is the first time you're seeing us, thank you for seeing us. This is a two player co op podcast here on youtube.com slash two player co op, where we get together on a semi regular basis and we podcast. And what we do is we talk about what's going on in our lives. We BS for a little bit. We talk about what we've been playing, we talk about the news that we think you need to know about, and then we play everybody's favorite game, the back to box challenge. Stay tuned for that. Apparently, Sean's got a good one. Um, I do have to say, we have nothing yet to announce at this time, but big things are coming for two-player co-op. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that. That. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Some cool things coming. Some cool things coming, and we're thinking about changing some stuff up here as well, but stay tuned for those announcements. However, something really cool is coming this weekend as you are listening to this November 10th. 10 a.m. Central Time, because I think last time, I don't know that we said Central. I think we just said 10 a.m. Maybe. 10 a.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash nerd901. Come join Nerd901 and all the Nerd901 folks that comprise Nerd901. Uh, we're going to be streaming for Extra Life to raise money for Lebanon Children's Hospital here in Memphis. Uh, I'm excited for this. We are sponsored... They well, I mean, we aren't. We still don't have sponsors. Uh, but Nerd901 um, is being sponsored by New Wing Order, the new, 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 new Wing new, Order, new, 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 new Wing Order here in Memphis, as well as Old Dominic's Distillery. That one I am especially happy about. I uh, can't wait to uh, just find out how their products are. Um, they have good products, both of them. Yes. Oh yeah, and I mean, chicken. Shout out to chicken wings. Shout out to chicken wings. Uh, to give you a little bit of an overview on what the schedule's looking like, so like I said, they're going to kick off at 10 a.m. Subject to change. Yes. But subject to change, just like a WWE pay per view. Yes. Like if you're the best in the world. So from 10 to 1, they're mostly just going to be playing video games. Um, I believe Sean's probably going to be there. The rest of the guys are going to be there. I won't be there till around 1:30 or so, just because I have a wife and four kids. And yeah, I mean. 
Yeah. Um, but then at one o'clock, uh, they're going to do a Noah Nerd live recording with Cole Forrest from New 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 Wing Order. Uh, and then at two o'clock, Sean and I, two o'clock again, all these times are central. Sean and I are going to settle the rumble in the jungle in the Bronx in the jungle by the down by the I live down by the river. Um, so if you've been paying attention to us, you know, we love street fighter. Uh, we've done two street fighter tournaments on live streams. We did street, we did ultra street fighter best of 75. And then we did street fighter 30th anniversary where we did a best of five inside of each game. Uh, we're now tied one to one and this one will be the rubber match. This will be the rubber breaker. What what's tie rubber breaker. We're going to call it the rubber breaker. Uh, it's for all the marbles. Is somebody bringing the marbles? The, the I think Nick's going to bring He's marbles. He's going to bring the marbles. I'm bringing yeah. Legos. Uh, we'll get to that in a second, dear God. Um, so we'll do that for about an hour. Uh, three o'clock, Eric learns how to play WWE with Nick with WWE 2K19. Good luck with that. I need I need practice with that too as well, uh, Nick, or any 2K game. I'm just not good at them. Another Noah Nerd live recording, this time with Katie Forbes from right here in Memphis, Tennessee. And then at five o'clock, we're going to go for two hours because Sean and I are going to be recording a live, well, it'll be episode 114 of Two Player Co-op Podcast, where we will be once again giving you our top 10 games of all time, our, each of our top 10 it's games It's all those all bloopers time. we just had. We're not going to be able to edit those out. Why? Because we'll be live. Oh, when we're going live? <laughs> no. But I mean, I'll get the recording. If you just watch on YouTube after the fact, you yeah, won't that'll see that'll be the clean version. Yeah. But um, you but should no. watch live, too. Yes. You should please watch live. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go for two hours. We're going to do each of our top 10 games of all time. I'm excited ah. to do that. It was our third podcast we ever did, so 110 episodes ago. It was in January of 2016 when we last did this. Um, mm. Yep. We talked about doing it forever, and we never went back. And Didn't did. we do it on one of our live streams? We did our top 75 in no order games of all time. Episode 50 was just us drinking the recipe. And then episode 100 <laughs> was the, <laughs> the audience questions. Huh. Okay. Maybe it has been a while. It's been a while. I'm excited. So it's been over two years. It's been really almost three years since we did it. So that's going to be fun. Uh, then at seven o'clock, just going to play some video games again. And then from eight to 10, we're going to be doing our intra site championship for Nerd901. Um, so tune into that. I think there's a championship belt. I'm very excited about that. Um, biscuit. It's going to be a biscuit party. Uh, and then from 10 until midnight, <laughs> we're going to do, they're going to do a too much to say live recording. Uh, Andrew Bartolotta, a friend of the show, obviously his, I assume his brother is Eric, um, who's a, a friend of the show along with Duncan Butler and Caleb Holland, both friends of the show. Um, and then they're going to play video games the rest of the night when I will be sleeping. Um, but please come check it out. Twitch.tv slash Nerd901. It's going to be all over our social media. It's going to be all over Nerd901 social media. It's for a great cause. Our goal is to raise $7,500, I think. Something like that. Um, so we're shooting for $7,500. Uh, Sean, you might be wondering if you're listening to this, what what does my money go towards if I were <laughs> I was to donate? That. Well, if you donate $5, you'll get a shout out and you'll get a, your donation message read on the stream. Kind of like Kind of Funny does with their tips and stuff. For $10, you get an old Dominic gift package raffle entry. Every $10 donated will earn a raffle ticket, with winning tickets being selected at 9.45 a.m. the next day, 11.11. You must be 21 or over to receive a gift package because it's going to have the good stuff in it. I, I mean, I assume. Don't quote me. I don't work for old Dominic. <laughs> $35, you get to choose a comic book carrier for artist Gordon Willis to draw for what? you. Gordon Will. Oh, Gordon Wills. Sorry. You get a what? 
comic book character for okay. artist. What did I say? You said comic book carrier. No. <laughs> you can draw me. I like to carry comic books. Uh, for $50, you can choose a, choose a member of the Nerd 901 team to walk across Legos live on the stream. I have heard someone that might be married to someone and pregnant uh, that is on this podcast right now might be donating $50 to make a certain someone have to walk across said Legos. Or he may go real crazy and donate $100. He? Are you good? Me. Me, baby. (laughs) I was saying, I think Brittany's going to donate 50 Uh, to make you walk across the Legos. Isn't that what she said? I may. Are you going to donate 100 to make me eat a ghost pepper? Is that what you're saying? I was thinking about it. All right. So, what does $100 get you? Oh, wait, is that the next one? $75. um, You get to choose a member of the Nerd 901 family, and you get to choose a song for them to do karaoke to live on the stream. For $100, a member of the Nerd 901 family has to eat a ghost pepper live on stream. What did we... We don't really need to discuss it on air, but we're about to. Um, What did we determine as far as if you donate this much, do you get all the prizes below it? Kind of thing. I or? will defer to Nerd901 okay. management. We don't know about that, but I think they said you get some of the tiers, but not all of them. Not the comic something. book drawing. Not, not the comic book drawing, because that could be a lot. And that's yeah. that's a lot of work for him. Yeah. Uh for $150, you get to choose a movie that Eric and Duncan from uh Hero Shot Media and Play Alada, Eric Bartolotta, uh do a commentary on over on Hero Shot Media YouTube channel. For three hundred dollars, you get to choose a comic book related topic that Ernie the Blurred Without Fear who is probably at like 100,000 subscribers by now, uh, to cover in a video over the Blurred Without Fear YouTube channel. And for $500, you get to go on any Nerd 901 family of shows to make a guest appearance. Why don't you do it at put a chair this here. table? Yeah. We got the hookup. I mean, we got the setup. I mean, we got the hookup too. But um, So yeah, we would love to have somebody donate on here. Uh, James Soler, you should donate and come come to Memphis. Cheers. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super looking forward to it. This is, again, like I said a couple episodes ago, this is something Sean and I kind of talked about preliminarily doing it ourselves, but like we can't stream that's for too much for two hours. people. It's, yeah. it's literally, impo- I mean, it's not impossible, but it might as well be impossible. Um, but please come out, check it out. Twitch.tv slash nerd901. Again, it's going to be over all over everybody's social media. We hope you'll be there. We'll hope you tune in. <coughs> Thank you guys so much. Hope to see you there. Uh, what else? So Mario Mondays are back, Sean. Yes, they are. New super. Why do I keep wanting to call it new? Super Mario 3D World is what we're doing next. Uh, we put up World One last week. As you're watching this, World Two is also up. Go check that out. We're having fun with it so far. I would say way more fun than we thought we would. I'm pleasantly surprised by the game. Yeah, I went into it not expecting much after 3D Land, but 3D World again. The other thing is it's more fun two player. Yeah, go on. Uh, versus versus um, <laughs> all the tie-ins versus uh, playing land by myself on my little 3DS. Right. So everything in the favor of 3D World. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. I like it a lot. Yep, it's fun. So go check out Mario Mondays if you haven't already. Uh, yeah, and check it out. Um, the other thing I want to talk to you before we get into the whole rigmarole role and everything is a certain video game adaptation, which I think is the best video game adaptation of all time, came out last week. Sean, I am talking about Castlevania Season 2. Did you finish it? I did not. I'm just kidding. I finished it today. You did? Okay. <laughs> I did. I all watched right. five episodes this morning. Now, 
how do we want to handle this? Because there's some nerding. We'll do we'll do little spoiler free, like we usually do for things, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll warn do the when it's spoiler time. Um, yeah. So non spoiler thoughts. What'd you think? I liked it a lot. I don't remember much, really, anything from season one. Um, but season one kind of seemed more of like a. It's almost like proof of concept kind of thing. Like, yeah, here's the we're not going to screw. Here's this up. the art style we're doing. Here's kind of what we're going for. It was almost like a pilot, and it was like a four yeah. episode pilot kind of thing. And it seemed to be pretty well received. So I guess they got to go ahead and went ahead and did a eight episode season two. Um, if you're a fan, if you fancy yourself a fan of Castlevania, check it out if you haven't already. It's eight episodes. 23 24 minutes a piece yeah, it's maybe. like three hours total yeah you can bang it out in three hours um very good lots of uh bloody gory fun um some some nice little uh what what do you call it like uh callbacks kind of to uh some of the games if you're paying attention um lots of fun i really enjoyed it i'm looking forward to season three uh, yeah, season three was confirmed, and they're going to do ten episodes that time. Okay, I mean that time, that next time they're going to do ten episodes. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I watched it the night it came out. I marathoned the whole thing, all eight episodes. Uh, season one was mostly what I remember was it was really about Dracula just wrecking shop. Like they right. did the whole setup in episode one to show why he's so mad. I won't spoil it in case you haven't seen that. Also, but it actually they they do a good job. Yep. In and throughout season two of like. And that scene in the penultimate episode with him and Alucard, yep. I was like, oh man, we'll, we'll get into spoilers here in a minute. Um, but it was mostly to episode, uh, episode one set that up, and then the next three was just him wrecking shop, and it was just blood and guts everywhere. And <coughs> Simon is a drunk, and I mean Trevor, Trevor. and you got it. He's got to wake up and be the man he's supposed to be, and everything. And then you get past all that when you get to season two and he just gets to, to be the, the Trevor Belmont that we know and love. Um, I would like to go in spoiler territory for a few minutes. All right. Spoilers. Spoilers. We'll let you know when we're done. Just mute it. Uh, I think I'm putting this up as the premiere thing again because that was fun to interact with y'all. Um, so just if you're watching it, then you can't skip ahead. Just mute it. and when we We'll do something again. to give you a lot of yeah. attention to, to let you know it's safe. But. So we're starting spoilers now in three two one spoilers are on spoilers <coughs> how do you say their names in episode two is it slug slagra and gabora or something i have no idea but all i know is when they came in it's and something. he was flying holding him i was like oh this is awesome and then they kind of went out like a couple of bees but it was just cool seeing them um the Okay, so the two devils... Slagra and Gaibon. I was... I, I mean, I wasn't close, but I was close. <laughs> Slagra and Gamora. <laughs> I was thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy or something. Um, Isaac and Hector. Yes. Do you know them from the games? I don't think... I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think they're from the games. They are. They which are. I didn't okay. know, but they're from Curse of Darkness, which was a PS2 3D game that I never played. Okay. Um, but... That was so cool. Like, because as they walk in, I'm like, yeah, and I'm saying what all the other vampires are. I'm like, why the hell would Dracula want two people if he's wiping out all of humanity? And he's like, right. well, that's obviously, you know, they're dedicated if I'm trying to wipe out their whole race. And the backstory with them was real cool. Um, it did get a little slow between episodes four, five, and six, I guess, because it was mostly them just chilling in the library. 
well, the focus was really on Dracula and his castle and all the See, I didn't really the think there was ever much of a slowdown. So one kind of set the stage. Yeah. Two had the cool mm. Slagra and Gaiban. Three, the the library, that was a cool thing. Um, was four when Godbrand died, or was that five? I think it might have been four. That I didn't think he was going to die. I thought he. I figured he'd be dead by the end of the season. Yeah, and I had that thought at the beginning of that episode, and then he was dead by the end of the episode. And whether that was four or five, oh my God, whatever. And that whip thing, like with the like the nails in it or something. When he oh, grabbed the, around his yeah. neck, I was like, "Oh God, yeah. oh God." Um, but yeah, there's a lot. So then six was the one where they finally got they the breach. castle. Yeah. Where they moved. So the I'm castle. trying to think of what happened in five. So maybe not a lot happened in five because I can't think of anything big that happened. Yeah, five was probably was that when Carmilla and do you remember her from the game? She was in Castlevania two. She was a boss, uh, and then she was she was in a couple of the other games too. Uh, yeah, six was when they they breached the library. That was an awesome <coughs> big yep. fight scene and everything. Um, Siphon, and this is awesome. I kept. Hoping that Grant was going to show up. I don't know that we're going to see Grant. He was always just kind of the... He didn't really have... He's just... I mean, he can climb on walls and stuff. He doesn't really have a lot of power. He's just like... Like a little dagger. Like, I don't think he really fits in. I was hoping maybe we'd see him. The only thing (sighs) I thought was when we saw Godbrand, I was like, I could see Godbrand ended up fighting Grant because I can see Grant. I pictured him as like a drunk pirate or something. And then just the two of them just like going back and forth verbally would have been great. Um, But then you get to episode seven. And did you, obviously, I mean, you got the moment, but like when that episode started and I was kind of getting tired yeah, because I've been watching all the, the whole show. All of a sudden, when Alucard goes in there and he takes his sword out and he lets go, and that thing starts floating, I'm like, "I'm like, yes, oh my <laughs> god, they're doing it!" And then bloody tears kicks on the music, and I'm like, "I can't." That's when I text you. I was like, "I, I, I can't even." Believe. And he turns into the wolf. Yes, and, yeah. I'm like, I cannot even believe what I'm seeing. Like, oh, it was so well done. Um, and then the whole thing with. Again, it was confusing to me. Now, I told you ahead of time, like, season eight is really just, I mean, episode eight is really just a wrap-up. Yeah. But watching him, like, he's about to kill Dracula, and there's, like, ten minutes right. left in this episode. Um, The Dracula, what did you think about the Dracula fight with Alucard? It was perfect. They, the only thing I didn't really <laughs> like, this seems like it's more, I'm fine with it, but it seems like it's more about Alucard than Trevor. Trevor yeah. is just kind of also there. He's almost less important than Sypha. Like, to me, he's... They basically made... I mean, at the end of almost every single Castlevania game, you are a Belmont, or at least a human, and you're killing Dracula at the end. Right. And this made it seem like, you're human, you can't touch me. Like, he was completely ineffective against him. Yeah. And it just made him, which is good. Like Dracula should be more or less, you know, almost invincible and stuff, but they just, they kind of make Trevor just kind of like, he doesn't need to be there. He's kind of worth, not worthless, but the library was obviously very important, yeah. but that's just kind of there. It was his family's. Did like, you notice there was a this beast whole, in there? Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. And did you see the, uh, yeah, the little the, snake skeleton yep. thing that, yeah. Um, 
the whole season seemed like it wouldn't have been much different without Trevor there. So Trevor mentioned the library, but then he couldn't even open it. Right. Sypha had to, yeah. And then Sypha's the one that found the books and found the spell to do the thing. To and then the castle. He was basically there just fending off the, yeah. the, the beasts while they were doing all that stuff. But I, Trevor's just kind of, I like him as a character, but it just seems like he's, he's like <clears throat> second fiddle at best. Like now, this is really about, I thought it was really about Dracula and then Alucard. And now Dracula's gone, so it's really more or less about Alucard. I don't know. It's that'd be my only, I guess, complaint. It's not really a complaint. It's just different. Like he is the hero. I don't know what games Trevor's in. Three? Is it just three? I think it's just three. And then Symphony is Zombie Trevor, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just in general, like Simon, <laughs> Trevor, Richter, like the belt. It's <laughs> Castlevania. I just thought of Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Um, Simon, Trevor, Richter. and Richter. <laughs> um, I don't know. They're always the heroes in the game. And then in this, they're just kind of, I mean, it's only Trevor, but I don't know. Well, see, that's kind of like in season one, I didn't like how, and I mean, I didn't even have the time to think about it because it was over so quickly. It was just four episodes, but like the first couple episodes are really the first three and a half, I think episodes of Simon or Trevor just being like, no, I don't care about anybody. Yeah. I just want to drink. I'm like, this isn't the Belmonts that I, when I think of the Belmonts, this is not at all what I think about. Yeah. Um, didn't Dracula mention something? Now you just watched it today. Cause I, and it's been a week and a half now since I watched it. Wasn't he worried about the vampire killer? Somebody talked about the vampire killer, about the, the, the leather whip. Yeah. But I don't remember if it was Dracula or was it Camilla or was it, I don't remember if it was Dracula or somebody talking to Dracula. But like they knew the location of it or something and he didn't have it or something like yeah. that. Something was weird. But then the morning, they called it the morning star. It will always be a chain whip to me. Yeah. I mean, he would, he would hit a vampire and they just, like, well, that's cool. Um, but then it all built up to, so the fight actually going, but the fight between, cause Dracula was just like so depressed and everything. I get it. They killed his wife and it really did start to seem like, oh yeah, he really doesn't have, he doesn't care. He just wants, to be rid of this pain and he just, he wants to kill all the humans, but he's like, he doesn't even have the energy anymore. He's so depressed. Like just whatever. I don't care. Do it. But then when it finally got to the point where somebody took over his castle and turns, obviously it was Sypha. And then he's like, hold up. Y'all are going down. <laughs> and the fight scene with him and with he or him with he and yeah, Alucard yeah, sure. was so well done. Um, it's crazy, and Trevor and Sypha are like running up the castle to try to keep up with them and everything, and he gets into the room, and then Dracula finally realizes where they're at, and he's like, he goes from like blood red eyes, I'm just going to murder you, and then he's like, he looks around, he's like, oh my God, look where we are. Yeah. And then he sees a picture of his <clears> wife, <throat> and he's like, Lisa, this is, this is, uh, this is my boy, my boy, I'm killing my boy, and I was like, oh my God, I'm like. Alucard's going to turn. I'm tearing up. This is weird. It's like Alucard's going to turn. He's going to, they're going to completely flip the script and he's going to go with Dracula, but then he grabbed the bedpost and he staked him. And I was like, staked him, cut off his head and then burned him. That was like, it. Like, you're that's how you kill vampires. And he did all three. I'm like, okay, well he, now he's really dead, but it was so well done. It was very emotional. It was, it was, it was great. Uh, they apparently, so I guess Carmilla is probably going to be the bad guy going forward. I assume. I was wondering about that. I'm like, is it just going to be, is Alucard going to turn and now he'll be the bad guy going forward, or which I still think may happen. But, yeah. Um, but then you still got 
Hector out there, or I. They're Which both. Which? Well, yeah, but both. Hector them, but. is with Camilla. Okay, so Isaac. Yeah. Oh, um, that was br- when those dudes came up on him in the desert. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a little worried. I'm just one thing that kind of worries me is I hope they didn't get too like fan service heavy, and I hope they haven't peaked already. Like. That's exactly, episode seven is exactly what I would have wanted out of a Castlevania. But that seems like that should be a series finale. And it wasn't even this season finale. And I would have been Dracula if that was gone now. So I'm worried that maybe, I hope they haven't peaked. I'm sure there's still a good story to be told. But And Alucard's a, a very interesting character. But man, you have Castlevania and before the end of the second season, you've killed off Dracula. Like. Yeah. Ugh, I don't. I don't like, know. And but. that's why I would have been fine if it just ended right there. Like it's been so good. Like don't don't yeah. jump the shark. But so they kind of so Adi Shankar kind of hinted that they're not really going to follow. Like obviously, this did not just follow Castlevania three like we thought it was going to. It's right. Trevor and it's Sypha and Alucard fighting Dracula, and Trevor and Sypha end up together at the end. They're going to get married. It looks like blah blah blah. But it didn't really just follow Castlevania three. And it seems like what he hinted at in an interview I saw on IGN or something is that he's going to, like, I'm going to break from canon. Like, we have established how good this is, and we're not just going to follow, like, people are saying, oh, now it's going to follow Curse of Darkness because Hector and Isaac and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I'm not necessarily going to do that. We're kind of going to do our own thing. And I'm like, obviously, he loves Castlevania. Yeah. You don't make something like this as well as he did without loving the source material. So, like, I, I trust him. Um, there's also rumors that now... They kind of want to do a separate series based on Symphony of the Night. I'm like, well, you already just did like the coolest Symphony of the Night stuff I've ever seen. Right. So where does that fall? See, I the lineage of the Belmonts always confuses me. It's Simon up here and then at least one or if not several generations down is then Trevor. No, Trevor's first, then Simon. It goes Leon, Trevor, Simon... And then I think Richter, because I think like... I thought Simon came before Belmont. I mean, before Trevor. <laughs> well, it does, because it's his first name. <laughs> uh, huh. Let me see okay. if I can look it up real quick. I thought Trevor was the... Pa- not Because when you're when they're in the basement and you see a portrait of, it's obviously some Belmont, and he's blonde, locks, like, I'm like, oh, that's Simon. I assume that was Simon, but maybe that was Leon. But anyway, um, I could I could get into... A Symphony of the Night spinoff. That'd be good. I just don't know if you can top. Speaking of Symphony of the Night, did you notice? Yes, Trevor came first. Because it goes, Lament of Innocence, Dracula's Curse, Curse of Darkness. Oh, so maybe they are going to lead right into that. Castlevania, The Adventure, The Adventure Rebirth, Belmont's Revenge, then Castlevania, then Simon's Quest, then Harmony of Dissonance, and then eventually down the line is... uh, Because I I knew Symphony of the Night was like hundreds of years after. yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and we don't talk about Lords of Shadow. It didn't count. Also, they I love how they, they nailed the castle. Like oh, it, God. It's, I was like, that's perfect. And you could tell, like, yes. you could flip that. You saw that, too? Like I'm like, I see this, yeah. how there's spires pointing down and stuff. I'm like, you could flip that castle, yeah. and it would still work. But yeah, they nailed the castle. It looks perfect. Did you notice? Um, you only see it, I think, in, like, episode one, and then in episode six, I think the object, the thing 
the Dracula oh uses the, symphony the save, save spot scene. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's the. Th- I mean, I don't know what it is, but like that's the thing. That's the thing that spins and turns into a coffin, and yeah, it was so cool. But yeah, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. It was awesome. All right, we're done. Come back. It's safe now. Spoilers are off. Spoilers are off. Um, I think most people, if you really care about this, you watch it because, again, it's so short. But we didn't want to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, anything else going on, Sean? Or you want to get in what we've been playing? You random, random question for you. Yes. Aside from video games. What are your thoughts on Christmas cr- creep? Like, since November 1st... he doesn't know what I do. There are already... Christmas commercials. There are dedicated Christmas music stations on Sirius. Now, I'll be the first to say I think it's a little early. I freaking but I'm also it. totally okay with it. I'm like this. this There's weather, nothing that puts me in yeah. a better mood than just hearing Christmas music and seeing cheesy Christmas commercials. And I'm like, I'm in. Now, Brittany's not. We. I read when I put Casey to bed tonight. I I read him a. He was like, he wanted to read a Christmas book. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. I love it. I didn't know how you felt. I mean, I usually try to wait till like Thanksgiving. That's like the official kickoff right. of, you know, Christmas season. Well, and that's whatever, where like the local radio station starts playing Christmas music all the time. Yeah, 104.5 yeah. starts playing on Christ- on Thanksgiving Day or yeah. the day after, whatever it is. No, I love it. Like I went to Lowe's, gosh, last weekend maybe? Oh, they had Christmas stuff up in like October. Yeah, just Middle walking in, I was like, Casey was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know, it's here. <laughs> Uh, yeah but yeah. i won't put up the decorations and stuff until I, what we always do is so thanksgiving weekend that's when i'll not not the tree and stuff but that's when i'll get all the outside lights up i'll get the the blow up snoopy santa no not snoopy anymore it's a uh, mickey um and i'll do all that stuff but no yeah. i'm like when it's cold and it's like rainy and crappy weather i'm like there's nothing else to look forward like yep. by the way let's i, I want another sidebar here i think Halloween might be my least favorite holiday. I'm a Grinch when it comes to it. Obviously, we all know. If you know Halloween me, you know has not aged man. well. I was just talking to Dad about this, and before that, I was talking to Brittany about it. Even today, now I'm sure it'll change once I have kids, or at least kids that are old enough to appreciate it, right. but I used to love Christmas cookies, Christmas decorating, all that. We didn't even make Halloween cookies this year, did we? And then eventually, wow. I got to the point where... You're slipping, granny. We would, I think it was still even when I was living at home, and we'd go to put the tree up, and I'd be so excited. I'd put two ornaments on that thing. I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. But, you know, I still like the Christmas tree. I just don't like decorating. Christmas cookies are fun for about the first cookie, and then I'm just I don't even like the taste Christmas. I'm just there like, can I have a beer instead? Exactly. But, like, Halloween, I just, I don't care to decorate for it. I don't care. Like, it's fun to go to, like, a Halloween party, but... I don't care. I, I just don't care at all about pumpkin carving. We didn't even do it this year. Brittany was adamant about it. I'm like, yeah, we can get one, whatever. I'm like, I don't really want to help. I'm, I picked the stencil. I'm like, I kind of like this design. It should be easy. I carved the top of it. Thought I was done. She's like, you got to at least carve an eye. I'm like, fine. So I carved out one of the eyes. And then I was you done. Get the I'm just like, oh, you know, I let her do all that. Yeah. Pumpkins just gross me out. They're disgusting. I don't know how you people eat them. Um, Yeah, Halloween... Not my favorite. Especially because so, it's right after my birthday. So I'm more yeah. focused on my birthday than Halloween. By but. the way, happy birthday. Uh, 34 years old. Hashtag Team Young. Um, 
the because I told Jess, I was like, I think Halloween is maybe my second least favorite. Like just Labor Day as far below as that. and she's like, but wait well, a minute. But as far as holidays that you actually do something for, but uh, it's probably at the bottom. Yeah, I lo- I'm almost to the point where I almost like Thanksgiving better than Christmas now. It's number two to me. Yeah. It's it's a very close number two, if anything. But like it's Christmas, Thanksgiving, and then all it's of just the food, all and the ones where wine and New Year's Eve is fun. I, um, that's way down there for me. No, I mean it's down there, but it's still fun. I look forward to it. And then you got your Memorial Day, your Labor Day, your Fourth of July, all the barbecue holidays, and that, those are that's all what fun. I'm saying. That's why Labor and Day. And then it's Halloween's at yeah, the bottom. Yep. As far as uh, holidays that you actually do something for. Halloween definitely at the bottom. And the other thing I would say, I think Halloween has the biggest drop off from when you're a kid to where to when you're an adult. Biggest drop off. That's, like Christmas yeah, Halloween did awesome. not age well. Whereas Thanksgiving, I think, has the biggest uptick. When I was a kid, I was like, "This is yep. stupid." Like, I, agree I don't that. care. Like, I can't drink. Yeah, it's wine. almost like it's Halloween and Thanksgiving and... as you get older yes. kind of switch places. Christmas is always up here. Halloween and Thanksgiving kind of switch. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that was your... We don't need to rank the holidays. Um, we'll, we'll save that for a top <laughs> 10 list sometime. Top 10 holidays in America. Um, yeah, so happy birthday. I already said that. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah, yes. Very good. Very, very good. Jess really wants to go, so we need to have mom babysit the kids maybe, it's like so next good. weekend or something. Well, I, never mind. I'll be doing extra life, so I don't uh, know, some yeah. other time. Um, really, really good. Uh, what's his name? I Rami Malek or whatever is he's perfect. Um, so do all the songs in it sound just like Queen, like the commercial makes it sound like they do? Yes. It's so weird. Yep. And it's not Freddie singing them, supposedly. Supposedly. It's so crazy. That dude is super talented then. I, I, it wasn't Mr. Well, I don't Robot think he's singing. 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 No, yes. but the yeah, guy yeah. that The guy that voice. is singing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really good. If you haven't seen it, if you even kind of like Queen, go see it. You'll have a much better appreciation for Queen. Uh, it's just it's really good i don't know it's right up there with a star is born i mean there are better movies i think this year but those two are kind of just linked they're both musical they're both released within weeks of each other i don't know which one i like better they're very similar and they're both very good um a star is born has really stuck with me more than i thought it would yeah yeah i don't know both really good um what else i guess nothing really else we can move on. We can move on. So this week, I have been playing some games, Sean. What have you been playing? I finally started playing Hollow Knight. Ah, yes. I'm about four and a half, maybe five hours in. The game is beautiful. This game is so pretty. You can't really do a pogo. It's not really a pogo, or I'm doing it wrong. It's really just a downswipe. But when you connect with it, you bounce back oh, up. So you can okay, keep. so I've never okay, I've never connected with it. Then. Probably when you connect, but that's what I'm saying. You need to hit like down I attack, gotcha. attack, attack. You can't just hold it and go boing boing. So boing. I need to so try it on true. one of like the little basic enemies. I need to get the feel for it first. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, game's beautiful. Uh, I get every, I, I, as I'm playing this, I'm thinking back to what you said about it, and I'm like, everything Sean said is true. Like I'm like what the hell am I supposed to do? Like nobody tells you anything. Everything like the is, is it's all riddles really. And, and, you and get there's things. not too many like with Metroid. It's like, Oh, I can, I've got high jump. Now I can jump over that yeah. thing back there. And Oh, now I can space jump. Now I can get way up there. Now I've got their grappling beams. Like, right. There's not as many like 
power-ups and stuff in this to where you're just like aha now i can do this and it's it's everything's just more like gradual there's there's i think there's two areas that i've seen i think they were in the first uh the forgotten caverns or whatever where there's like spike space and then spike space and then spike space i'm like okay i need to be able to wall jump i can't do that yet so i can't go there i think there's two areas like that but yeah my only power-up i've got is the dash i fought Two real bosses, probably four mini bosses, I would say. It's not that I don't like the game. I, I think I am hitting Metroidvania fatigue. Like, yeah. I think I just want a nice linear game that just like... So, because I played this year for the first time ever. I really played Symphony of the Night for the first time ever. Um, Chasm and uh, whatchamacallit, The Messenger. Yep. And now I'm like, so I'm on my fourth major Metroidvania game, like 20-hour game this year. I'm like... Oh, God. I, I just don't know if I have it in me to keep going. Then this is a bad one to end on. Because really? this will be tough. If you are having Metroidvania fatigue, I think this I game's going to, you're going to struggle with this game. I think that's why I haven't, like. That's why I think that's part of why I like The Messenger so much, is because it was definitely a nice, like, similar style, but, like, uh, not. I don't want this to sound like a bad, I don't mean it in a bad way, but compared to, like, Hollow Knight, it's almost like baby's first metroidvania like the map is just very no, simple agree. and it's just i mean you, have and you cool, can buy the, hints and stuff that tell exactly, you where to yeah. go hollow yeah. nice is wide open the yeah. map is not very helpful the map is helpful on like a macro scale but not a micro scale yeah. kind of um it's a fantastic game but yeah if you're having metroidvania fatigue it's it's gonna be tough yeah but I think you're still around that point. Like, I don't think it had grabbed me yet. I think you're getting close. Okay. And it's not like there's just one point where all of a sudden you're like, now I love this game. Yeah. But like, you just, it's it's a slow burn. But once you get there, like, I love the game. But at first I was like, I don't know if this is for me. But yeah. then it's something, it eventually just clicked. And I mean, I do really like it. Yeah. Um, I like how like the two bosses I fought had been difficult for the point in the, the the game when you get to them. Like that Hornet boss was like I I I think I died ten times at her or something. Yeah, and I I started like maybe like she when she makes this noise she's gonna dash and when she makes it this is, noise, everything is very very um uh, like every boss has a very distinct pattern like yeah. if you just like stop and focus on what you're doing you can be like okay when they do this i do this when they do that right. i do that when they do that i can get a couple of hits in and then i do that and it's just like you'll always i mean not always but you're gonna die a few times at almost yeah. every single boss but, it's but then also, you'll but gradually it's get the pat yeah. yeah exactly so the one of the last things i did last night was i i beat the two i, I would call it a mini boss i don't think it's a real boss but you tell me the the two mushrooms that like spit fire and then they do the head banging thing and they're on each side of the screen. I would probably a mini boss. I would a say. mini boss at yeah. best. I think you see that it's really just a tough enemy. I don't think I died, yeah. um, but I was like, "Why? There's two. I don't know." Yeah. Um. I wish there were more benches. I feel like the safe spot. Like I feel like I wish there were more. There's yeah. sometimes I get so far away, and then I'm like, I freak out, and I like fall in the hot water twice or something, and I died. I'm like, oh my god, and I. Boot back up and I I hit L one to look at the map and I'm like oh my god my my blood echoes are way over there I'm like I'm yeah. just gonna go to bed right now yeah so I don't know I I think it was like I think I would be more apt to just be 
all in on this if you didn't have the the the, the blood echo thing. The the uh, the the uh, actually, what are they called? They're called eco in this, so it's almost echo, yeah, aren't yeah. they? Um, the little raspberry, the the currency thing that you lose. If you didn't lose that, I think I'd be all in on this more than I am. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I wish there were more benches, but I think the flip side to that, I think why there aren't as many is because the game is kind of forgiving and that you don't lose all your progress back to when you last saved. Yeah. You have everything still done. Which I thought, and then you were like, no, dude, just chill. You just, that's where you respawn. Yeah. So you respawn further away. That's true. Now, have you gotten, one of the big things that'll help is you eventually get to, unless you've already been there, there's a fast travel system. With the the guy that goes underground and stuff. Okay, so you have got, yeah. I mean, that'll be more and more helpful. As I start going back here. Open up the map, but yeah. And I got to a new shop this time where, the guy's blind. He's like, I can hear you. Don't sneak by. But everything costs a lot. But it seems like they're super good upgrades. Like one's like six hundred eco yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that will help. I can't remember what. Maybe they give you more notches or something. And then I look at the pause menu. I'm like, I have I even started this game because I've got like three things and there's like, there's a lot to get. Man. A lot of them are. There are plenty that I have that I never. Does it start to used. like pile up? At some point, do you start going like bang, 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 bang? You start finding stuff? them more and more frequently, okay. but a lot of them are just kind of worthless. It's not totally like collectathon, but it's just there. There's a shop, unless you may have already been there too, where you can buy. I don't remember what it's called, but you can buy something that allows you more of those. Um, the stuff that gets used up when you equip those badges or whatever you call them. You can buy okay. an extra one or whatever, but they won't okay. sell it to you until you have so many badges. So you need to have like eight and then okay. they'll sell it to you. And then once you have 15, they'll send you another one. So you end up just buying them, even if they're stupid looking, you know you would never use them. Just to bank them. Yeah. Buy them, A, to get rid of your money and just so you don't lose it unless you're saving up for something. And yeah. B, you're going to want them so that you can buy more capacity to equip them okay but you never use them probably okay so did you use the bank a lot i don't think i ever actually used the I, bank. I deposited 100 in there just because i was like can i just have my money back? I took it right <laughs> back out i'm like this is like i'm just usually if i die this kind of contradicts what i was saying but if i die i'm like okay there's my shadow i'm just not going to fight anybody on the way because you can most enemies you can completely avoid them in this if you want to where, where, part, I'm yeah. at, where i'm at yeah, so yeah. far so i'm like i get there and i just go slash slash and you're good the funny thing is when I started this and I told you, I was like, oh, I have to fight this guy because I saw it and I was like, oh, there's my echoes. Doom to doom. Boom. <laughs> what the hell happened? Oh, he's got a sword. Okay. So this yeah. is Shadow Link. Okay. Yeah. So I really like it. I don't know because I've still got like, I don't really want to play Madden anymore because the Giants suck. So that's kind of just like, well, that was 60 bucks down the drain. <laughs> uh, but like I've got Secret of Mana that I still want to get back to. And then I got Hitman in a week now, really, like a week and a few days, which I'm so excited for. That's going to consume me. I don't know. We'll talk about Smash here in a little bit. I may cancel my Smash pre-order. Yeah. It, it might just be... I it's more for the boys. Yeah. Like, it, I, I want to get it just so we can do, like, one Let's Play. And that's like, well, okay. Well, that was 60 bucks for one Let's Play, <laughs> which we will never, ever, ever make that back because, hey, like and subscribe, get us to 1,000 subs. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's one of those things that it'd be a nice Christmas thing, either for the boys or for me, and we all just play it. But, like... I don't I don't need to have it day one, I don't think. Even right. with Snake and Simon and Trevor and all them in it. 
Yeah. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Another game I played, uh, did you get to try uh, Tetris Effect? I did. Maybe it's just because I'm not playing it in VR. I know what you're going to say, and I agree. It was basically just Tetris. I yes. thought it was. I thought it was still obviously Tetris. He had to move blocks and create lines, but I thought it was like, like here's Tetris. Boom, boom, like, boom, boom, boom. I now, thought it was whoop. Like there's turn a game, it ninety degrees, yeah. and it's coming at. There's you a game like you, that. It's Super Hypercube. That is that exact game where okay, you have to look and like, I'm how do I get of. this thing to line up and stuff? No, but but was, that's kind of what I thought Tetris Effect it was, was going to be. Beautiful, and yes. like the visuals were cool, and the music and how it moves along with yes. how you're moving. Like, when you when you when you when you flip it and stuff, but it, it like it all it doesn't seem like it's like right. Somehow like it all goes, fits with oh, the beat. It's so cool. It's very. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but. It's true. Now I didn't play the. There's like two modes or whatever. I did both. Yeah. What I didn't know what the other one was. I what never played do? it, but I did like the single player, the, the normal, story, whatever. Where yeah. you can just do like the first three levels. Or yeah. Whatever. So what is the other? one? The other one's just marathon, where it's just you go, and as you go, I don't know if it's if if it depends on how many lines you get or how much time goes by. The speed goes from one to two to three yeah. to four up to ten. I wanted well, you to it said try something it. about like play different versions of the game based on your mood or something like that. Like, well, what? because so what you can do is you can pick any of those different levels, which have like fire. And it's like, yeah, and or it's yeah. like the nicest serene, this and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, but it's so like, I like some of the little gameplay tweaks again to me, like you were saying, it really is just Tetris with but see, cool my, stuff here and there. Yeah. My biggest issue with this, this is something I would probably, well, first of all, is this a $60 game? 40. B, if still it was a 20, bit much. I'd probably if buy it, it was twenty, and if it was on the Switch, I'd probably get it. But oh, Tetris is not yeah. a game that I just want to sit in my living room and can't right. go in. This is a yeah. good like take on the road kind of game. So it is fun. I would gladly play it on my Switch, but it's probably not something I'm going to buy. But I did enjoy it. No, this is one of those things. If it's ever on uh, PSN sale for fifty percent off, it's twenty bucks. I'm like, okay. I might pick it up. Yeah. And Jess was like, "Is it two player?" I'm like, "No." Even this should be game? Too, yeah. It's not. That's weird. Because she wanted to try it and then she fell asleep. But um it should be two player. Like I, I get it's it's because the whole VR thing. But yeah, so yeah. Like I tried moving, I did like I did the right stick to move the game board or whatever you would call it, but I'm like, what the hell's the no point, point of this? Yeah. This is just makes it more confusing. This doesn't help anything. I just zoomed in all the way till it took up like every where nothing was on. Oh, the I screen. didn't even know you could zoom in. Yeah, <laughs> so you can zoom in so it's nice and big, but like there, there's it's just i'm sure it would look trippy and I, i'm what i'm guessing is if you're in vr some of those things the fractals or whatever the the, the voxels and fractals all around we 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 listened to that this morning and eliza wasn't interested and i was just belting <laughs> um God, that movie is it, it's lion king's still number one pretty much undisputed I think Frozen might top Aladdin. For See, I don't two. remember much about Frozen besides Let It Go. Yeah, I've seen the movie. I saw it once. It is the Lion I King. I barely remember the story. Lion King will always be number one. And yeah, yeah, I think Aladdin's probably number two. It's so good. And then I don't know after that. but it's so the, the music's... Okay, anyways. Tune in next time for our Frozen. <laughs> uh, top 10 Disney cast. movies. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, frozen fractals all around. So you're, I'm, I'm sure if you're if you're in your VR helmet, that stuff that you just see out to the side 
Like maybe you do want to be zoomed out more because you see this stuff just, but then that's going to just, I just want to play Tetris. Yeah. Like I like the gameplay tweaks. I like how you can hit L1. If you don't like this block, you can pause it basically. You can move it over to like the standby mode. Did you do this? No, I didn't even do that. Yeah, so if you hit, I literally just played like te- like there's my next. So block it's cool. So what one. it does is, so if a block's coming down and you're like, oh, I don't like anything here. Oh, but there's a straight block next. You can hit L1 and move it over here to the side, and then you get the next uh, block. However, if you've already got something like in the bullpen, if you hit L1 to move that over, you move the one in the bullpen out here instead of the one that's next. So then okay. you get the strategy and of wh- when do I want to play this? And you can only do it one time. You can't like go, oh crap, I didn't mean to do that. Once you flip yeah, yeah. something, you can't do it again. Okay, That's cool. And then you got the in the zone mode, which you hit L2 and it's really just nah, like... I, do <laughs> I skipped the tutorial. I'm like, I know how to play Tetris. Let's just get right to it. Okay, it so I missed fun. out on a lot of it. But the, the in the zone thing, well, you can still play it tonight. I could play it tonight. Maybe tomorrow. To. I think it ends tonight. Yeah. It, it ends. ends. <laughs> Swing, swing, swing. <laughs> Black eyes open wide. All right. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Tetris Effect is really cool. If I had a VR headset and I probably would only have like three games at this point, I'd be like, okay, maybe I spend 40 bucks yeah. on this. But as it is, it'd be fun. It's, again, lacking a two-player mode. If it was 20 bucks, I'd be all over it, but whatever. Uh, the other game that I did play this week, then we'll get to what Sean's been playing if there's anything else. I, I don't think I played anything. Okay. I played a game called Old Man's Journey. Yes, I got the platinum. For it. <laughs> that was my next question. Platinum number 26. So this is a game I bought probably like three or four months ago because Greg tweeted out. I had seen this game. It was like eight bucks or something, but it was like he he built it up like it was this great emotional story and it really stuck with him. And I was like, this story sucks. So like what the game is, it's very basic graphical style where you've got an old man and he's going on a journey. Okay. So what he does, so there's these hills. Yeah, look it up. So there's these hills where you have to, it's it's a puzzle game where you have to take him from on each screen from point A to point B. And the way you get there, there's all these hills, like in the foreground, in the background, and he'll walk on the hill and some hills you can drag them either up or down. So they're like, can go from down here to up here. So what you want to do is get them, if this hill crosses this hill, then you can jump from here to here. Okay. And then... But if you're on a hill, you can't move it. So you can like jump from here to here, and then you can move this hill up to get to this hill over here. So then you jump back, go here, and then you go to like a windmill or whatever. It's pretty. It's it's hard to explain. If you look it up, it'll make sense. Um, but it's about this old man. It seems like his wife has has died. Um, you see that later on. He's got kids, and he's reminiscing of the times when he like built like paper boats with them and. You know what I mean, like newspaper boats or whatever. Yeah. And there's no text. There's no dialogue. There's nothing. It's just basically you play a stage that's a puzzle and you get there and and some of them are tricky. Some of them aren't that tricky because then you get to parts where you got to walk across water, like a waterfall, and you'll fall down to the next level. So you got to make sure that the hill's at the right spot when you fall down, yada, yada, yada. I didn't yada out the bisque. Um but you get to the end, it's just like it's done. I'm like, well. So okay. is it a platinum just for beating it? Like, was there anything? No, there's, okay. there's, uh, you have to click on certain things throughout each stage. And there's one part that's tough where there's a, a train going and you've got to move like a bridge down and then a bridge up and then this hill up and this hill down. You got to close this drawbridge. That was actually, that was the last trophy I got and it was kind of difficult. Um, 
I'm disappointed in it. I didn't expect a lot out of it, but the fact that Greg was tweeting about it months ago and was saying what a big deal it was and it was emotional and all this, I expected more than I got. And it was just it's kind of blah. I mean, I got a platinum for it. It was platinum number 26. Um, it was just fine. It was fine. I would have liked to have... I think this game would have been better if they would have just not been so artsy-fartsy and they would have actually put text on the screen. They didn't have to do voiceover and stuff like that. Right. But put text on the screen so I actually know, like have him interact with people and like have some dialogue or something other than just like a kid waves and like there's a toy and whatever. It's just, it could have been done better, I think. Are you able to get any of that from looking at it? I'm still, I don't even know if this is gameplay. I don't know what I'm looking at. That's a cutscene. Skip, skip, skip. Okay. Frozen fractals all around. So see how you do uh, that. Okay. It's it's a cool concept. Yeah. Um. And I did. I mean, it's. I, I like puzzle games and stuff. And this was a different kind of game. Uh, it wasn't very difficult at all. It was. I mean, like I said, it was fine. It, I just thought it was going to be a better story than it was, and it was not a great story. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very. All right. So you haven't played anything else. <sighs> I watched Castlevania. I, we got that. Yeah, I don't think I played anything besides Tetris. Nothing. Nothing. Welcome to our podcast from thirty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Biscuit party. All right, you want to get to the news of the week, Sean? Yes. All right, not a whole lot this week, but let's uh, let's run through this. So, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two is out. If you weren't aware of this, you have definitely been under a rock. It was the second biggest entertainment launch ever. It made $725 million in three days. Uh, GTA 5 made over a billion, and that was five years ago. So I don't know what inflation is, Gosh. but it really missed. It, it missed. G- we all knew it was not going to sell GTA right. 5, and it will never get to 85, 90 million, whatever the GTA is sold. It will not happen, period. This yeah. is a game that's like the hardcore fans are going to want it and play it, but this will not have the life. Unless, unless Red Dead Online turns out to be like Back to the Future 3 or Westworld or something where it's not just, Man, I'm going on my horse, I'm going to go to this camp, I'm going to hunt this deer, I'm going to skin this I'm gonna deer. Go take a bath. Yeah. Let <laughs> me cut my hair and cut my toenails and take a bath. No, thank you. I got to clean my I killed you and I got to clean my gun. Um, <laughs> and the game is, of course, at a 97 on Metacritic for both PS4 and Xbox One. I could have told you that. Like I was like, oh, shocking. IGN gave it a 10. Great. But even like in the review for the 10 and people that have played the game, you wavered. Yeah. I went from having wanting nothing to do with it to, you know what? I don't really have anything else to play. It looks beautiful. I think I'm going to get it. And then I went to, this doesn't sound fun. It looks beautiful and it, I'm sure there are fun parts, but everything I read was like cool cutscene, cool story, and then you do this, and there's a lot of action, and now you got to ride your horse back like 10 miles to town, and you're just... Oh, and heaven forbid your horse dies, and you have to walk back. Right. Like, there's just all these things that I'm like, I don't... That just... I feel like I would get frustrated with this game. It sounds like not enough happens. Like I was, I was Justin, and I feel like that's why the game is what sixty hours to beat or whatever. Because you probably spend two hours in between missions just walking back. Like I'm like, this is not. I don't know. When I saw Justin Davis tweeting about how he's like, yeah, this is it's 
Like, obviously, this is a great technical achievement. I don't think anybody would doubt that. Right. Like, it is the prettiest game I've ever seen. Photorealistic, everything. Um, like we said, when it's cold, the horse balls shrink and all that stuff. You poop, and it's everything's amazing. Your your beard hair, your beard hair grows. Your hair grows. You got to cut your toenails. Shoot a gun. If you fall in the mud, your gun. You got to clean it. Otherwise, you can't shoot no bad guys. But none of that sounds fun. Like I no, don't want. To there's play. a reason we play video game because I don't want. You don't have to do life. stuff like that. Exactly. I don't want to play Second Life. Like I don't get it. And the one thing that has kind of pissed me off, like, like what if you were playing Grand Theft Auto and you jumped off of like a bridge and you landed and you broke your leg and then you had to spend a month in the hospital or you before could you could walk shoot again, yourself like, in the head. Yeah. Like, we don't need to be super realistic. Like this is the a a microcosm of video games. Like just because you're getting more and more realistic, and I'm not talking just graphics, but graphics and gameplay, it's not necessarily a good thing. Like this yeah. is why we play video games is to get away from that kind of stuff. This is not smelling your own farts is what it is. That you are Rockstar and you've made GTA five money, so you can literally do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. If they want to make Rockstar Table Tennis 2 and make it for eight years, they could because they're living off GTA 5 and they will forever. Yeah. The one thing that has pissed me off about this, there's been a lot of like hoity-toity noses up in the air about this game. Um, Metacritic, I, sh- I should look it up, but the, the gist of what they said when, they're, when they put out their final score, like 97, they had a quote that was like, basically, you're not a true gamer if you don't want to. Oh, yeah, I saw game. that. Kiss my ass. Like, no. Or it's just, and like Justin Davis is like, and again, Justin and I don't always get along on like politics and stuff, but like, I love him on Game Scoop. He's a great writer. I enjoy him on Twitter. And he's like, or this is not your cup of tea. Like, don't, don't be like that. Like, why does everything, and this is like we talked about two weeks ago when we podcast with Rockstar, why does everything have to be so like, <laughs> like you're either with us or against us Man. or you're you're like you you love developers or you hate them and you want them to work 500 hour work weeks or you're like you're a true gamer because you appreciate this and you want to get lost in minutia or you're not a real gamer kiss my ass yeah and i've seen other like some people on twitter talking like that i'm like if you like the game that's fine i have no problem with that but don't try and demean people because they don't like it that's just ridiculous and some of the stuff i've seen with this game is it's like I just, I just think it's, I think it's ridiculous. It's stupid. There, there's, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, yeah. Um, it, it, it's like they just wanted to see how much they can do, and like you said, unbelievable achievement, like technical, yes, like yeah. But it doesn't sound fun, fun, like fun. I could come up with examples all day. What if you were playing? Uh, Streets of Rage and you went to punch a bad guy and they moved and instead you punched a wall and now you broke your hand and now you can't punch anymore until maybe three levels later on when your hand has... Like, that's stupid. There's no need to do that in a video game. They don't need to be that realistic. It's just... And I want... I mean, I really wanted to like this game. I don't think I'll ever, I'm not saying I'll never play it, but I don't see myself buying it. I don't know. It just sounds like I would just get, bo- I don't think I would ever beat this game if I bought it. No. I think I would just get bored with it. It's kind of, honestly, you know what it reminds me of? 
which I know you loved and a lot of people loved, and I thought it was good too, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of um, the game uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I got bored with that because it was just like, we'll ride your horse all the way out there, fight this guy, go back. Ride your horse all the way out that way. And I'm just like, I don't need these horse parts. Like, the game's beautiful. I get that. It's nice to look at. But, like, just just give me the fights. I got a lot of thoughts on that when we do our Game of the Year discussion in December. I got a lot of thoughts on that. I thought I'd like that a lot more than I did. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like... (sighs) Video games should be fun. At the end of the day, they should be fun. Whether it's... Celeste, like that's why I like I haven't Celeste 10 out of 10, 92 Metacritic, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it, it's not fun to play. Now that's different. That's just because they're like, we're going to make the, the most difficult platformer that has ever yeah. been a thing. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't get it. Like this is the only way I will ever buy this game is if Red Dead Online looks amazing. And even then it would have to be even past my wildest expectations for me to want to buy this. Because I'd rather just yeah. go install GTA 5 again for 75 gigs and just play that online. And that's more fun. Like, unless they do, unless they just completely go crazy with the online to where it is Westworld, like I said, or Back to Future 3 or something where it's like the now mixed with the then. Like, it, I, nothing about this game proper. I've read so many reviews and I've seen so many people talk on Twitter. Yes, the game's beautiful. I've got, I've got Uncharted 4 and I've got God of War, and I got Horizon. Like, I've got some of the prettiest games ever made. I don't care how, at this point, I don't care what the game looks like. And games like Celeste are beautiful, too, in a completely different way. Messenger was beautiful. Like, that doesn't mean anything. You, great. You built a great engine, okay? But the game does not, everything I've heard about the game, it does not sound fun. Yeah. Nope, I'm with you. But again, if you like it, that's fine. But if we don't like it or other people don't like it, that's fine, too. Different strokes for different folks. I will be mad if that if that just default wins Game of the Year over Spider Man or God of War. I'll, I'll be pissed. It'll yeah. probably win some. <sighs> All right, Sean. So this week there was a Smash Direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are now seventy four total characters playable at the time this launches. I still don't understand if they're all just there from the beginning or if, do do you have to unlock them? I, I don't know how Smash works. We Typically, know. you have to unlock some of the characters. Okay. But like you do that through, it's not like micro microtransactions. Yeah, you just, no, no, right, right, right. Do achievements just play the and game. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there's some new characters announced, including Ken. So Sean's gonna buy it. Incineroar. Is that a dinosaur? The he, breeze fire. Yes, from Pokemon oh, Sun and okay. Moon. Oh, it's a Pokemon. I should have done. And Piranha Plant. <sighs> which is coming as a post-launch free download on February 15th. As long as you buy the game and register it, you get it for free. Uh, there will be Amiibo for all the new characters, all these three, and Ridley and all the everything that's new to this game will get their own Amiibo. I've got Ryu sitting over there. Poor Ryu. Why, why did we do this <laughs> to him? Why did we do this to him? Yeah, we cut. should get a Ken just, just so we can keep the symmetry going. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a Ken Amiibo so we can... Yeah. Anyways. Uh... Different online modes. Some people like the new way they're doing online modes. It used to be for honor or for glory, which is basically, it seemed like either, and again, you know me, especially if you follow me on Twitter, you know what I feel about uh, Smash, so I, don't, I could be talking out of my ass, but I think it's either for honor or for glory used to be like ranked or unranked, basically. Whereas now, 
you've got all these customization options and you can, how many rounds you want, what the time limit is and region, all this other stuff. Some people like that, which I kind of like, like if I actually get this game and I play it online, which I probably won't, I don't want to go play against like Tim Geddes or somebody that's just like a smash, like veteran. And that's, I know, like, I don't want to, that's not fun. I'd rather play against my kids and kick their asses, you know, but that's why that's the main reason I don't play first person shooters because they're basically multiplayer focused. And when you play online, you play against just people that that is their life. And I'm like, this is not fun. I have no chance. Yeah, Yeah. I'm done. Um, so I don't know. So I, I actually like what they showed the online mode because there's a lot of customization. And if I were to actually play it, I would like that. But that's just me and I don't know Smash, so whatever. Um, there was also this spirit mode, which is the confuse, most confusing thing in the world, apparently. I thought this was like... I thought you got these spirits and then you can use them when you're doing your smash. Like when you're sp- smashing. When you're fighting, when you're... <laughs> when you're fight, when you're smashing, but apparently this this spirits mode is its own mode that seems like it's like a mobile game where you like, oh, these are my spirits, and I got to feed them like a tamagotchi, and then I level them up and do this. It's like a game inside a game, and a lot of people are pissed over that. Um, a lot of people were pissed over the the final character announcements because people were hoping Grinch was going to be there. I'm like, you really thought the Grinch was going to be in Smash? Why? Why? Because there was some leak that came out that was a fake. It was not a leak. It was a hoax that came out that Grinch was going to be in there and some other people and stuff. <sighs> the only thing I can think that makes sense, and I didn't read up on any of this, so I don't know, but like Illumina- Illumination <laughs> is doing the Grinch movie and Illumination is also doing the Mario movie. There's a Mario movie? Mm-hmm. But it's going to be like, cartoon it's, <laughs> right it's not, not gonna be john leguizamo <laughs> and dennis, Captain Lou dennis hopper yeah <laughs> um so i don't i don't i don't get the whole spirit thing it looks like it's like a mobile game inside of smash um then there was also adventure mode which i don't think they've really said what it is it's called world of light where basically thanos comes in and snaps and everybody becomes like the spirits or something they all die kirby's the only one still alive for some reason and I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm glad Snake is in this and the Belmonts are in it and stuff, but I'm like, I don't know that I really need this game. I don't understand why people are so upset. Like, it's basically just a re-release of a game that already exists. So the fact that you're getting any of this bonus stuff, even if you don't like it, yeah. just don't play it. You already know what the game is. It's that game, and here's some extra stuff we're throwing in. I think what And people is- are mad because they don't like the extra stuff? Yeah. God, that's welcome to 2018. <laughs> Y'all are running out of things to get upset about. No, there will be something this week. Don't Gosh. well, election day is Tuesday. I don't know. Well, this yeah. is probably going up Wednesday. So election day was yesterday. That'll you'll be no matter what side you're on, you'll be mad. People will be mad. Um, there's also more characters coming post launch with paid DLC. I don't, I don't really like this. You're like biggest roster ever and 74 characters, but you're still gonna have to pay to get all of them. Yeah. Um, you can do 5.99 each, or you can do a fighter pass for 25 bucks. Um, I think they said it's going to take them until February 2020 to get all five characters released. 2020? 2020. ABC. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm probably going to cancel my pre-order. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I, I could still be playing Hitman then or Hollow Knight or Mana. I won't be done with either of those by then for probably sure. Probably not. Even if I'm done with Hitman. Hitman doesn't have a platinum trophy. So... 
Hitman season one or Hitman. 2016 Hitman didn't have a platinum trophy. It kind of made sense because it it because you could everything was episodic. There were six, I think, episodes where you could buy one and four and six if you wanted to. So it's like, how do you really like why even have a platinum if you don't have the whole game as one? Right. But Hitman 2 does not have a platinum trophy. Now, I would never get it because I mean, like Hitman Absolution was was the the last one that actually I think the only one that had trophies before uh Hitman Episodic. Um and it was difficult, but like, I don't know how, when this is all being released as one release, how do you not have trophy? How do you not That's have a platinum weird. trophy? It's yeah. got like 84 bronze trophies and like 19 gold and no platinum. Like what the hell? But the way it's broken down on PSN profiles is like each, it's almost like they're treating it like it's episodic, although it's all coming out at one time. So maybe that's why, but like this is a $60 game with 90 something trophies and no platinum that that doesn't make any sense. So anyways, but I'm still very excited for Hitman. <laughs> Hitman 2. I love Hitman. You oh. More than Watch Dogs 2, if you're bored, you should pull out your PS2 and uh borrow blood money from me. The Man. still the be- up until right now, the best Hitman Hitman game ever made. I might try it. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. All right, let's talk about sales results because I like to talk about that kind of stuff. The Switch has now surpassed the GameCube. 22 point... I love Nintendo. No matter what y'all think about Nintendo, they will always, good or bad, they tell you how much everything has sold. Literally everything. Uh, So the the Switch has now sold 22.86 million units. The GameCube sold 21.74. That's pretty good. Um, Mario Odyssey is the best-selling game. 12.17 12.17 million units. Mario Kart Deluxe, 11.71. Breath of the Wild, I believe this is between both systems, over 10 million now, 10.24 million. It is the best selling Zelda good. game. If you don't count like Twilight Princess Wii plus GameCube plus Twilight Princess HD or Wind Waker plus Wind Waker HD. Yeah, yeah. Or Ocarina plus Ocarina 3D. Uh, it's the best selling Zelda game ever. The NES and SNES Classic have now sold over 10 million units. Each or combined? To- combined. Okay. 10 million units I mean, combined. Still. But that's still, that's like half of, almost half of the, the Switch. Wow. However, the PlayStation 4 has sold 86 million now. I mean, it's been out for five years. Well, yeah. Uh, for context, the PS3 finished at 84 million, so now has officially passed the PS3. Do you know what the PS1 sold? 100 million. 102.5. You know what the PS2 sold? 150. 156. Dang, that was pretty close. <laughs> 156 million. I'm mean, shocked that the PS4 is just now, I mean, probably within the last, I don't know, couple months, outsold the PS3. Well, but so the PS3 was made in 2005 in Japan, 2006 here, and they kept making it until maybe two years ago. So you got to yeah. think. I mean, you're you're talking about ten years versus five. That's true. And the PS3, like, it got off to a horrible start. Five ninety nine. Get a second job. Ha ha ha. Titus. Ha 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 ha. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy ten and ten two are coming out on uh, Switch. If you care, I can't get them again. Okay. Ten two um, sucks. Yeah. Well, right. No, why? Why? Just do Final Fantasy ten. <laughs> like literally, I don't think anybody likes ten two. Yeah. Um. So yeah, shout out to the PS4. 
<laughs> I think it'll still. I think it will get to a hundred million, but I don't. It's going to be close. I don't know because PS Five we assume is twenty twenty. It's not twenty nineteen. We would know yeah. way more than we know now. So it's twenty twenty. Can they sell? And again, they'll keep selling it for years after that. So it'll probably get to a hundred million, but one hundred two point five is what PS One's at. That I don't know if it's going to get past that. I mean, it sold what eighty four in five years, eighty six, yeah, eighty six in five years. So that's seventeen million a year. So, and it's not going to sell seventeen million over the next year. No. Like I'm sure that's they're very much yeah plateau. They're they're now. at the other side of the bell curve now. Yeah. So you had to figure it would take at least. Oh God, I don't know. It might. I don't think so though. Yeah. Because around the time that it would be getting there, PS5 is going to come out, and if it hasn't already, like totally flatlined. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they'll they'll discount it to like 150 or 200, whatever it is, when the PS5 comes out, or just the the PlayStation. Sean, we finally got the full. Any any thoughts on the sales numbers? Yeah, it's about what I thought. Um, Actually, wait. I wanted to uh, look at one thing here. Go over here. Do this. Okay. Uh, do you know how many units the Nintendo 3DS has sold? Ooh. Less than I thought. When did it come out? 2012. We're talking all the various models. All 3DS models, yeah. Uh, 100 million? 73. That's what I yeah. thought it would have been around 100. 73. Yeah. The Wii U was 13 million. The Wii was 101.6. The wow. Nintendo DS, 154 million for the original DS. Game Boy Advance, 81.5 million. The, the Game DS Boy, sold 150 million? 154 million. Everybody wanted to use That's a stylus. That's got to be Japan. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, okay. The uh, the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, 118.6 million. That's awesome. I would have thought that. The DS sold more than the Game Boy? Yeah. That we didn't have a Game Boy. Is that not weird that we didn't have a Game Boy? We were Sega kids. We had a Game Gear for some reason. <laughs> it sold like four million probably. <laughs> uh, the Nintendo GameCube, I already said that. The Nintendo 64, 32.9 million. That's the shocking. Super NES, 49.1. Second best. Well, we'll get to that at some point. Uh, 49.1 million units. And the NES slash Famicom sold 61.9 million. So the best selling Nintendo console ever is the DS. Yeah. Are you sure that doesn't include, that's not DS plus 3DS? No, that's DS. 154 and then 3DS is up here. That just doesn't seem right. What was on the DS? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, Jerry. (laughs) Metroid Prime Hunters and probably New Super Mario. Yeah, New Super Mario 1 was on that. Uh, The two touchscreen Zelda games, Super Mario 64 remake. I think I think they re-released a lot of SNES. Like Chrono Trigger was on that. I think Final Fantasy four, five, and six might have been on that. There's a lot of re-releases on that too. But I think it was just it was cool. It was like wow, stylus. Yes, but that was before we could use our fingers to do touchscreen stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, next up, the PS Classic full game list was revealed, and it goes as such: Battle Arena Toshinden. Cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7, GTA 1, Intelligent Cube with a Q, 
Jumping Flash, not to be confused with the boss from Contra 1. Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, personal favorite. That was facetiousness. Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Rayman, Resident Evil 1 Director's Cut. Do you know how that's different from Resident Evil 1? Um... I mean, it's still got tank controls and all that, so I don't know what I don't know what would have been different in a director's cut. There may have been like almost a what do you call it? almost like a master quest kind of thing or something. There's something where like things were in different locations. Maybe uh, okay. I don't remember. Revelations Persona, so Persona One is on this thing. Ridge Racer Type Four, Super Puzzle Fighter Two, Turbo, Siphon, <laughs> Siphon, Siphon, Siphon Filter, Tekken Three, Rainbow Six. Shout out to you! Wow. Now, Twisted Metal and Wild Arms. Um, you loved it on PC. Did you ever play it on PlayStation? I assume no, not. but I can't imagine. It's I don't know how that would even nearly work. as good. Yeah. I love that game on PC. Because it was all tactical, and we're yeah. going to go in here. Yep. Uh, so some of the notable misses that I wrote down, Symphony of the Night, Crash 1 through 3, Spyro Trilogy, RE2, Wipeout, Legacy of Kane, Ape Escape. They can't do it because they didn't put stupid analogs uh, on the things. All the Street Fighters, so Alpha 1, 2, and 3, and I think they did like Street Fighter X Tekken, although nobody really cared. Oh, Street Fighter the movie, the game. <laughs> that was a miss. All the Tony Hawks, although that's licensing issues. They Two. should make a movie about that. About Street Fighter, the movie, the game, the movie, <laughs> director's cut. <laughs> Tomb Raider, which that really surprises me, and Chrono Cross. I just threw that on there because yeah. it's Chrono, but you said it's not as good as Trigger. But A lot of people love it, but no, it's not as good as Trigger. So when you look at the misses, though, like Symphony of the Night just got re-released. Crash, remaster. Spyro, remaster. RE2, remaster. Plus, I mean, I get it, but Final Fantasy VIII, nine. I mean, I think they got the best one on there, yeah. but like... People love eight and nine. Some people love them better than seven, but I think you have the right one if you're only going to put one. Does anything about this make you want to buy this system? Not really. There are games that I would enjoy, but like I've played Final Fantasy seven to death. You I've can really get only PS4 played, for eight bucks. Exactly. I've really only played Metal Gear Solid through probably one time. Wow, really? Because then I bought Twin Snakes and it like crashes okay. at I don't remember where. It, it, you don't even you go up the elevator and it crashes. I think yeah, it's like it was, super it was early. pretty early on because yeah. I've got um, it now just because I like the box. But uh, siphon filter could be cool. I've played Resident Evil enough. I know the Odd World ga- games are fun. Um, there's games that I would enjoy. How much? How much is it? One hundred dollars. The SNES Classic for 80 bucks is a much better buy, in my opinion. How many games are on it? 20. It's so like the SNES Classic. I don't know. No, I, I won't buy I didn't buy the NES. I didn't buy the SNES. I'm not going to buy this. But there are games I would enjoy. But it's not like... It just doesn't... You're pushing it with the PlayStation, and I think even if they did make an N64 Classic, like those like games weren't retro. meant yeah. to just pick up and play like these are all pretty in-depth games for the most part it's not like picking up super mario world and playing for a little bit or super metroid or zelda like these are i don't know no there's no way i'm buying it a lot of people say uh one thing i noticed twisted metal 2 a lot of people say is the best twisted metal game on the the ps1 
Uh, Battle Arena Toshinden, we've talked about that a million times on here. I've got great memories of that playing at my, my buddy Tom Johnson's house growing up. Um, Tell me the different. I mean, I know they're totally different games, but like, what is the difference between that and like Tekken? Like, why would somebody like one over the other? Uh, I picture them as being basically the same game. I don't know because I really, I don't know that I played Tekken for five minutes in my life, but Battle Arena Toshinden is... 3D fighter like virtual fighter like Tekken, but you have projectiles. You have you can shoot fireballs. You can do flash okay. kicks. You also have weapons and stuff. Um, so it's really one of those like a 2D fighter and a 3D plane where you just kind of like you circle each other. Not, I'm not saying like Fatal Fury where you just jump back and jump forward. Right. But it's I mean it's a 3D fighter. But I have so much. I, Tom and I probably played that for 10, 20 hours at his house, just hanging yeah. out on his little TV in his bedroom. Um, so that's special memories to me. Cool Borders 2, I'm sure it's like SSX and all that. It's fine, whatever. Um, I'm going to lose sleep tonight because I started thinking about that 3D fighting knockoff game that we had on some you already old forgot PC the name? and I've forgotten the name again after I finally figured it out and I'm like, yeah. Do you want me to give you the name? Oh, you remember it? Yeah. Oh, thank And God. I saved the tab so I can never okay. forget it. <laughs> I mean, I don't even care. Well, yeah, what is it? FX Fighter. FX Fighter. God, that's right. It's my back of the box. Okay. <laughs> that was going to drive me nuts if I forgot. I'm glad you remembered. But like Metal Gear Solid, I beat it probably 10 times. Um, I, what I really wish is that I still had my PC uh, CDs for that. Like that's the way to play that game because it's it's not Twin Snakes and all that. It's, it's the PS1 graphics, but instead of just looking like... <laughs> it's all like... <laughs> it's the blocky polygons, but it's clean blocky polygons. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's great. Mr. Drill I've never heard of. Oddworld and Rayman would probably be fun to play. I don't want to play Resident Evil 1 unless they remake it with like non-tank controls because I think even the the thing that we got the for remake. free, did it not have tank controls? What do you mean got it for free? Because that was a PS Plus game one time. Was it? Yeah. It was still tank controls. Okay. Yeah. Um, the one game on here that really makes me want to buy this thing, I won't, but like if, hey mom, dad, if you want to give us, if you want to give me this for Christmas, that'd be, that'd be cool. You're not listening. Siphon Filter. Because I just feel Siphon like filter? Is, yeah, Siphon filter. <laughs> Brazil. Um It's kind of Metal Gear esque. Right? It is. It's it it's like Metal Gear meets Windback to me, is what I think of it. Okay. As. And I, I just want to play Siphon Filter. I've never played it. The other thing I do wonder is how easy this is gonna be able to crack to, to be cracked, sorry. Like like you can go now with I mean, yes, there's a risk of bricking your SNES Classic or NES Classic, but it's pretty easy to hack those things and just make them into a pie with everything on it, and it all fits into the menu where you scroll across and you yeah. do the same. Like, if it's that easy with this, then maybe because I don't, I've never tried to emulate on my pie any PS One games because I don't. Uh, the the one time I tried N sixty four, everything was kind of off. Yeah. So I don't know, but I don't know. There's nothing. If I got this as a gift, I'd be like. Sweet. Exactly. Yeah. But I would never go spend $100 on this thing. Yeah, me neither. I'd rather spend $100 and make you eat a ghost pepper. <laughs> I don't even know what a ghost pepper is. How big is it? Like, would just eating a ghost pepper... One bite is all you need. It's not the... Like, uh, is it the size of, like, a jalapeno? Or is it, like, like, a, like a little... Like, like a little like, skinny, kind of, like a little... Or it's, like, a full, like, I mean, You have a phone with Google. I do. That's Next up... Uh, so there was this story going around, Sean. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, that Konami had put out a 1.01 or something, or 1.1. Uh, yes. 
Uh, that's too. You heard about it? Yeah. That kills PT. That kills PT. Oh, that just looks nasty. Because we all hate Konami, right? And we 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 kind of do. Um, give me that. M- it's going to be my predictions next year. Metal Gear Solid Three and the Fox Engine. Um, that just looks scary. <sighs> just give me <laughs> bread and milk. Um, God. Boot Jolokia. Uh. So there was this thing going around. It was all over Reddit and Reset Era, which is a great place to be. That was, that was facetiousness. Um, that Konami had put out this 1.1 update that if you downloaded it, it would delete PT or it would make PT unplayable on your on your PlayStation 4. Because the way it works, if you know, so PT was a playable teaser that came out in 2014. Uh, it was going to be Kojima's next game after Metal Gear Solid 5. He was doing Silent Hills. Um then everything went sideways unless you believe in the believe in the ruse cruise. And I've started actually commenting on the Reddit threads like you're all freaking idiots. <laughs> there was a thing going around about, oh my gosh, there's trophies on Castlevania Requiem about Lisa and Jay. I'm like, everybody's like, there's people commenting like, have you like this game's 20 years old? Lisa is his mom. You people are freaking stupid. Like, I can't even get into it. Um all that being said. We have plenty of reasons to hate Konami. This is not one. This is completely false. This is completely a stupid internet thing that went out of control. There is no 1.1 update that kills your 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 uh, your your PT. It doesn't. It's not a real thing. If you want to be mad at Konami, be mad at them about how they treated Kojima. Be mad at about the be mad at them about how they uh, uh, refused to let uh, Kojima Productions employees get freaking healthcare in Japan. Be mad at them about that. Be mad at them about... Pachinko um, machines. Pachinko machines and crapping on Metal Gear and releasing Metal Gear Survive. Be mad at them even if you want to be mad that like, yeah, it's cool we can play Symphony of the Night on PS4, except it's the not original vocals, which is crap. Um, and it's like the most bare bones collection. It's not even a collection. It's just apparently when you boot it up, the even the menu, like if you want to play this game or this game, it's super confusing. So people are like... I don't even know what game I'm about <laughs> to play because nothing makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But just be mad at them for the right reasons. Don't make stuff up to be mad at them. They do enough wrong on their own. Yeah. Uh, two more quick items, then we'll get to everybody's favorite part of the podcast. The games with gold for November were announced. Xbox One gets Battlefield 1. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, they already win. And Race the Sun. And for the Xbox 360, they get Assassin's Creed 1 and Dante's Inferno. Assassin's Creed 1, eh, if it was 2, this would have been just a fantastic month. And both of those are playable on Xbox One because, yeah, backwards compatibility. They do everything right. Not everything. They do a lot of things right. I just realized I didn't bring water out here this week, and I've been talking a lot. <laughs> PS Plus for November got announced, and it was what the leaks said. So for PS4, Yakuza Kiwami. If you are bored, actually, you should probably download this. So Yakuza Kiwami and Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition. I'm at least going to download that. I want to at least give it a try. I started watching some videos of that. It's crazy first-person shooter, but it's like you kill, you shoot somebody, you kind of kill them, and then you can like grappling hook them and bring them in for like a final kill, and there's just, it's just, it looks insane. Hmm. PS3 got Jackbox Party Pack 2. I think they're like to Party Pack 6 now or something. And Arquito Series. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> The Vita, these are both crossed by with PS4, got Burly Men at Sea <laughs> and Roundabout. No wonder they killed the Vita. 
But I think uh, Burley Minnesee supposedly has a pretty easy platinum trophy. So I'm going to be up to 27. I still feel like, so I still got to go. I'll platinum that. I still need to go back and platinum Metal Gear Solid 3 on my Vita. I need to finish, because uh, I feel I, I feel like I need to, um, Tales from the Borderlands and Secret of Mana. As long as I just take my time and kill every enemy, I'll platinum that whenever I beat it as well. Man. So I have 30 platinums in my sight. How many do you have? One, two. One, two. Oh, Oceanhorn and Ocean Batman. Batman. <laughs> what do you think about the uh, the free games this this month? So, do you think th- does Xbox win with Battlefield One? Does that surpass? I mean, I don't really care about Battlefield, but that seems yeah. like probably the best game out of both of them. That's part of the free game, so I would say Xbox probably wins. I just can't get into Yakuza. Like, I mean, I've never, I never even played it, but it just yeah. doesn't. Is it like Japanese Grand Theft Auto, basically? Kind of, but what's a better comparison? What I've heard some people say is it's almost like Japanese Grand Theft Auto meets Metal Gear. When they and okay. what I mean by that is the absurdity of the story, like the stupid, like ridiculousness. Like hmm. it's almost like Kojima made yeah. a Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. What I do think is weird is is that they're doing Battlefield 1 in November when Battlefield 5 is coming out like two weeks after that and it's already having horrible pre-sales. And we didn't talk about this on the podcast this week, but pre-sales are bad. um, And they announced that their their Battle Royale mode isn't coming until sometime in 2019, like months after it launches. Like, wow, this is going to be a huge flop. I feel bad for Mm. somebody. (laughs) <laughs> all right that's it it is that time of the week sean what time of the week is it Kevin? <laughs> it's that time of the week where we play the 925 <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> cut 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 the feed kevin all right it's that time of the week where we play the <gasps> it's the back of the box challenge see i gotta have the <laughs> <laughs> we gotta time it with that if you didn't know the back box challenge is the game of the week it's the game we play at the end of the week. It's the game we play at the end of the podcast where we we read the back of the box a lot of the other player and they try to guess it. We bleep out of the... You, you know what the game is. If you don't know what the game is, go back and watch 110 other... 102 other episodes. All right, I'm going to go first. This week. Yeah, because I go first literally every week. You're always like, no, I went first last week. All right. I don't think Chris says you're going to lose this. Descend? No. <laughs> it's not descent. I'm just trying, it. I'm just trying to figure out if I want to read this statement. Well, you started, so just go for it. Just go. Well, now I can't because now I'm making a big deal on it. Okay, I'm going to skip that. Explore the world of blank. Descent. <laughs> Play as the battle-hardened blank in his search for is his, his... Is that name the name of the game? No. Okay. In his search for his arch enemy... The super criminal blank. Is that the name of the game? No. <laughs> Uncover the pieces to this mysterious story as you battle through complex levels using special moves, combos, and weaponry to force the final showdown. Is this a Sega game? No. Okay. 16 bit? Uh, no. 8? No. 32? Yes. Okay. Part of a series? Yes. First in the series. No. Okay. Still live today. Yes. Whoa. Capcom? No. 
Konami. <laughs> no. Uh, console exclusive series? No. <laughs> You're about to say that it's correct. And then you change <laughs> your mind. All right. Um, not a Sega game. Uh, 32-bit. Um, was this out on multiple 32-bit consoles? Uh doesn't look like it. What was the first thing you started to say? You're like, man, descend. Yeah, descend. Hmm. I mean, I guess I can say it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, let's do that. Descend into the underworld. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you bleeped out a whole paragraph. <laughs> Is this a late 90s game, like 98, 99? Uh, I don't think I so. I don't. Um, was this on PC also? It's not looking like it, but I will look into it. Okay. It's not. Uh, it's actually 2000. It's not Diablo then. It's not. Wow. So this was super late? PS1? Apparently. Still alive today. Not the first in the series. Did the series start in the 16-bit era? Um, no. Well, was the first game in the series a 16-bit game? No. Okay. 8-bit? No. 4-bit or like Atari-bit, <laughs> whatever it is? No. Well, there's no other bits. <laughs> Oh, okay. Was was the first game in the series a 32-bit game? Uh, 32X is 32-bit. Saturn and PlayStation. Yeah. Well, it's an arcade game, so I'm kind of confused. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Is this a beat-em-up? Mm, not a beat-em-up. Is this a Dungeons & Dragons game? No. Mm. It's not Sega, so it's not Golden Axe. It's an arcade game. Do you use melee weapons in this? This was not an arcade game. But, but this, the first one was? Yeah. So it was Bad Dudes 5. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you use like swords and melee weapons and stuff in this? Uh, uh, was this a Neo Geo game? You use hand-to-hand combat and firearms and explosives. Is metal in the title? No. What did you think it was? Metal Slug. Uh, like is it's it not a, Metal Gear. It, well, metal no, I knew gear. that. But is it a shoot 'em up? No. Would you? Okay. I mean, I guess it's 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 not a beat 'em up, but I guess it's you beat people up. <laughs> <laughs> Do crude dudes too? <laughs> So the first game was in the arcades. Yes. Okay. Not Konami, not Capcom. Hmm. Acclaim? Midway? Yes. Midway? Yes. Okay. All right. 
I feel like Jackie Chan. <laughs> what did they make besides NBA Jam? And Mortal- Is this a Mortal Kombat game? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. It's the one I was going to do, and I didn't look it up. <laughs> it's... um. I forgot all about this Mythology game. Sub-Zero? Nope. Shaolin Monks? Nope. What other Mortal Kombat game is there? Is it a fighting game? No. Okay, that's what I thought. But what, what, what what's the other one then? I thought there was only the two. I was gonna I was gonna do Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero because I think Nick I've, did for me Shaolin Monks when he was on like a year ago. Or really, I think I either did Mythologies or I looked into it and it wasn't a good one. Okay, but. what the hell could this be then? So it's not Shaolin Monks. It's not Sub Zero. I, I thought those were the only two spinoffs that they made. Nope. Oh, there's a game with Jax. Yep. Oh, damn. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, God. I'm never going to get the name of it. I have no idea what the name of it is. But it's Jax and Sonya. Sonya. No. Sonya. I don't even think Sonya's in it. Is it Sonya, though? Or Sonya? I always said Sonya. Okay. Special Forces. Bingo. Holy crap. What the hell did this come out on? It's PS1? January 12th, 2000. I, holy crap. <laughs> this would have been the funniest. <laughs> this would have been the funniest podcast ever if I would have just gone with Mythology Sub Zero. Like I said, I didn't even look it up, but. but yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. It's just. Oh, it's 3D. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like Mythologies, but. Oh, well, no. Mythologies wasn't was 3D. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Well, I don't know about Mythologies. I know Shaolin Monks was. No, they, yeah, they were. Mythologies, I think, was 2D. No, you're right. Jeez. I didn't think I was going to get there. Never give up. You ready? Ready. If you thought all action games were the same, think again. Blank's intricate environmental challenges, rich storyline, and frighteningly intelligent adversaries add up to a new kind of challenge. One that demands you use your weapons and your wits. Monsters don't walk blindly into your gunfire. They're cunning as hell, and they want to live as badly as you do. Is this Silent Hill? No. Friendly characters aren't cannon fodder. They're critical to your success. Add, oh, that's misleading, so I'm not even going to say that. Add blank color. (laughs) Add blank color, machines you control, and realistic 3D sound effects, and you've got a game that is so alive so intelligent, so real, you'll swear it has a pulse. This sounds so familiar. Uh, 32-bit? Yes, which is why it's confusing, because what that thing I blanked out said is that it adds 16-bit color. It's a 32-bit game. That's weird. So that makes no sense at all. Did we own this game? We both separately owned this game, I'm pretty sure, yeah. PlayStation? Um, or Saturn? Definitely didn't come out on Saturn. I don't know if it came out on PlayStation or not. Oh, 32X? No. It never came out on PlayStation 1. What else did we have in our house? And we played on after we separated. <laughs> <laughs> after we went our separate ways. I'm not Saturn? Not 32X? PlayStation? Computer? Yes. But we, um, was it part of a series? 
Yes. It's still alive today. I'm going to give it away by saying this, but no, I wish it was. Everybody wishes it was. Is this the... Was it part of... Was it... Did I ask, was it part of a series? Yes, and yes. Is this the first? Yes. Descent? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm we did, we did that we... at one point. We did do that. Oh, the Grizzlies lost. Was it the a, Suns. God. Like, oh, wait. So you said it's like an action-adventure game? Um, Isn't that how the thing started? If you thought all action-adventure... or action, If games, you thought all action games were the action same games. thing again, yeah. It's got action. It's got puzzle solving. It's... Yeah. Try to get the genre. Action. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> but first person? Yes. Okay. Now you're getting warmer. Are you, do you kill people? Yeah. But monsters? Or people? Monsters is a weird... I wish they didn't say monsters. Beasts. Or just people? Non-humans. Okay. First per... Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like Area Fifty One or something, but oh no, it's not on rails. So it's a first person shoot. No. Oh, <laughs> go with your instinct. It's not Duke Nukem. No, no. But as I was reading that, I was like, this could be Duke Nukem. So it's a first person shooter. Yeah. Alone in the dark. <sighs> <laughs> I don't think you shoot things in that, do you? That's not the right game. <laughs> You're like, oh, alone in the dark. <laughs> you are alone in the dark at some parts in this game, though. Oh, God. What is this? It sounds so familiar. Like, I feel like I've probably looked at this game. Like, I, I don't think we've ever done this game. No, this, I don't, which amazes me. I think I've looked at yeah. it or something because that all sounded very familiar. It is a. Universally critically acclaimed game. I will say that. Is it Half Life? <laughs> yes. Half Life One. One. That okay, now it all sounds yeah, now it all comes back. Sixteen bit color. Yeah, look, it says Yeah, right there. Undershoot. Add sixteen bit color. Blah 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 blah. What the hell are you talking about? That game is not sixteen bit. Nothing about that game is sixteen bit. It's thirty two bit. If not more than that, it was might have even been sixty four. I mean, I don't with, with PC. I mean, who knows? But well, it came out on PS two, and that didn't even look as good as oh, the PC. Oh, that's right. So, so yeah, sixteen bit color <laughs> it makes no sense. And then you and then sixteen bit color three D models. Like no, those things don't. I mean, we're not talking Star Fox here. Those things don't go together. Oh man, that game was so good. It was amazing. I was going to say you played it at Matt's house and you got stuck. And then you'd be like, oh, yeah, Half-Life, okay. That's, that's what I always think of with this game was Matt's dad. Yep. Like, he always had the supercomputers and stuff. And I remember the first time I saw this game, I was just like, what it was the prettiest that? game. Yeah. It was just so, like, smooth and fluid too. looking. And, oh, my God, it was beautiful. I remember when you pushed the thing into the reactor, I was like, Whoa. oh, yeah. Oh, God, that game was good. Wow. All right. That was fun. That was a Backbox Challenge. And this has been episode 113 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Like we said, this Saturday, 10 a.m. Central, twitch.tv slash nerd901. Be there for all the shenanigans, the fun, the bourbon, the Legos, the freaking peppers. I don't the know. The wings. The wings. The, the 
the tournament where we're going to win. Yep. Help her face. I mean, we should win. Um, oh, we need to. Did you tell them about video game trivia? Oh, no. We need to text them. We need to finish. Is that, that's trip. not this week. Next week. It's, it's the after. day Hitman 2 comes out, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. It's November 13th. Uh, so, yeah, you can find us at nerd901.com. Go there for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the globe. Uh, check out our buddy Blurred Without Fear, youtube.com slash Blurred Without Fear. He's got to be getting close to, I mean, legitimately 15,000 subs at this point, I think. Ernie, you're doing great. Keep it up. Love you, dude. Um, obviously, you're watching this on youtube.com slash two-player co-op. <laughs> didn't mean to do that. <laughs> slash two-player co-op. <laughs> You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Kevin White 24. He's at Real Sean White. Together, we're at two player underscore co op. Uh, we have a Facebook page, but we stopped updating it again. Um, we'll get back to it. Uh, again, look for some announcements from us in the uh, the near future here about the future two player co op. <laughs> slash. Um, it's a. Uh, it's something y'all, some of y'all have been really asking for for almost the whole time. Well, not the whole time. Let's not oversell it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but some of them have been asking for it for a very long time. I well, good. I hope so. Yeah. So you better put your money where your mouth is. Um, so just uh, stay tuned. We're, we're looking at uh, switching things up here, um, but more announcements to come. That's it for episode 113. Thank you guys so much for being here. And until the next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. Oh. Okay, well, I mean, that, you freaking nailed it. That, you can't do anything. I got to get it, it to like. But well, I, I was trying to get can. it to land on like and just have it go to black. The viewfinder. Yeah. Well, like I mean, I can land edit it. On. If we didn't keep talking, I could edit it. So just we like, still could. Boom. That's true. So when, when it goes put black, this in it's just boom. A, yeah. <laughs> Switch. So I don't know why we're still talking because we're going to cut all this. <laughs> bye bye. Ready when you are, Snake. I don't know why I called you Snake. I'm ready. Uh, three, two. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 113 of the Two Player Co op podcast. As always, I'm Gert. Shit. I don't know why. I, you, <laughs> I'm Gert. Like, you, you scratched your face, and I just saw it <laughs> on my peripheral, and I was like, something's happening. Episode <laughs> 113. I'm Gert. <laughs> the glitch in the matrix. Kevin.exe has crashed. <laughs> what? Okay. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 113 of the Two-Player Co-op Podcast. As always, one of your folks, <laughs> one of your folks. <laughs> one of your folks. <laughs> Black eyes open wide. It's time to testify. All right. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome to... <laughs> <laughs> I've done this 112 times. Okay. We gotta this would be a good blooper reel. Yeah, this whole this whole th- <clears throat> my life is a blooper reel.